get together. Get together. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about some. Um, let's talk about NFL. I know we talked briefly about the Lions. Can I can I go off on a rant on the Chargers? Hold on. Is it your shots fired rant? Shots, shots are about to be fired here. Right, here we with, go. Uh, with, uh, I believe that I sent you guys the um, the tweet from Warren Sharp yesterday. Um, the Chargers are severely overrated. Uh, which is which (laughs) which brought me to brandon staley being uh the first coach fired uh this year because the the way that their season went last year obviously was a huge disappointment with the way that they you know they're up 27 nothing in the playoffs um i gotta get rolling after this though but uh, i will go on this rant um the chargers they they went 10 and 7 last year right they they won the wild they had a wild card spot um they went on the road to jacksonville because obviously they play in the asc west and kansas city has that um but 10 games last year they won you know who they beat nate I'm going to give you the list of quarterbacks that they beat last right, year. Go ahead. They beat Davis Mills. How do you? What do you think about? Give me one word to describe these quarterbacks. When Legend. I say Jake and Nate, give me one word to describe the quarterback that I that I say that the Chargers beat last year. Davis Mills. Overperformer. <laughs> if that's a huge word. neck. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Legs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Marcus, yeah, Marcus Mariota, terrible Run, running back. Right. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Who love his barbecue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jacoby Brissett cooked his brisket. Uh, don't be mean here, Baker Mayfield. Washed. <laughs> Great dancer. Very good dancer. Uh, Nick Foles. Great Has champion. been. Has been. <laughs> yep. Russell RPO Wilson. Champ. <laughs> what did I say? Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's two words, but I'm going to say it. Maybe three words. Broncos, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill. Best quarterback ever. <laughs> <laughs> Choke artist. Yep. Uh, Kyler wide Murray. Receiver. He's not even a quarterback. He's a wide receiver. It's not one word, but it's going to be three letters put together to make a word. Cod. I <laughs> will say toddler. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Derek Carr. Goat, bro. Freaking legend, man. Eyeshadow. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Concussions. Concussions. Yeah. <laughs> so... What I just gave you in those names were the 10 quarterbacks that the Chargers beat last year. Um, They won three games all year by more than a touchdown, and that was against Davis Mills, Nick Foles, and the Rams when they had Baker playing uh, quarterback. Um, So the Chargers, 10-7, and obviously severely overrated because of that list right there. I really don't think that they are good. Um, I think that they are going to fire Brandon Staley before any other coach. Are we doing reverse sleepers? 
No, no, we're just talking like I, I'm just ranting about how I think the Chargers are terrible. I think that would be in the segment, Reverse Sleepers. Yeah, it yeah, is. No, we'll do that come fall. Yeah. Uh, but this is a good – that's a good reverse sleeper. Oh, it's a ver- what's a reverse sleeper? A waker. A waker. <laughs> these are not – Not sleepers. to get these are, confused with a wanker, just saying. <laughs> these are awakers. Okay, the Chargers. The, the Chargers don't. The, they they play a decent amount of good quarterbacks this year. So they go Tua, Tannehill, Cousins, Jimmy G, Dak, Mahomes, Fields, Rogers, Goff, Love, Lamar, running back, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Garoppolo, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Mahomes. They play a hell of a lot better quarterbacks than they did last year. Yeah, I can tell you. Chargers to miss the playoffs. Is that a prop? Can I get eight that? and eight? You can eight bet eight. exact win totals on FanDuel. So shout out oh, FanDuel. FanDuel. Um, We'd love to. That's a good sponsorship. Yep. But uh, um, I would say that. Um, Is that a prop that I need to bet on? It might be. If you feel that adamant about it, I would encourage you to put your money down. If I can get Chargers to miss the playoffs at <laughs> at plus money, I would do it. Do it. You, you'll get it at plus money. I think their win total set at like ten. Yeah, Maybe? I would. I would bet yeah, under on that. I'd under on that one all day. That's an under for me. The over uh, club is under. See, one. this is this is where they get you. Chargers to make the playoffs. Yes, minus one fifteen. No, minus one hundred five. You're gonna get minus money on both sides of the results. Mm. That's that. That's everyone's middling right now. Who's in their uh, Who's in their division? Chiefs, uh, the Raiders. Chiefs, the Raiders, that's and why. the Broncos. That's why, because they're going to have to go in as a wild card because they all know that the Chiefs are going to be a lock for the for the division. I mean, yeah. for, for for their division. So I mean, that's why it's at minus money on both sides. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of um, it's kind of a given on that one. Win totals. What if we did the Chargers regular season win total under nine and a half is plus money. Under nine, I'll give them that. Uh, yeah, nine. Well, nine wins. Nine wins, like nine and eight, were a winner. Yeah, that plus money. I said eight and eight. That, I said eight and eight for yeah, them. They, they, eight, nine eight and nine. Eight, that nine wins. Eight. They have to go ten and seven to lose that bet. Yeah. Exact regular season win total. Can we go? Los Angeles Chargers to win exactly nine games is plus six hundred. Ooh, it's not Ooh. a bad beat. It's not a bad beat, man. I'm just I saying like, it's not. I bad. like the beat. I mean, you've done your research. You think the head coach is a fraud, and they're they're just kind of just scheming up Kellen Moore to be Listen, the new they're, guy. Listen, they're losing two games that guaranteed to the Chiefs right out of the gate. Chiefs, everyone knows that. Yeah, and then they'll split with the Broncos probably, right? They'll split with the Broncos. You would hope you would hope the Broncos become more. You would hope you honestly would hope that Wilson gets his life back together this year. Mm-hmm. He does. Hey, he looks really healthy. Also, I said this to eight and eight team. I said this to Nate earlier, uh, Jake, but they are sleeping hardcore on Watson's um, passing yard total. Yeah. It's 35-25, which averages out to 207 yards a game if he plays in every game. Are they thinking he's going to get hurt, though? I mean, I'm not I'm not hoping for the man's injury, right? Anybody yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't wonder. know if they think that – 
Because like but, you got to think he's going to have, if he's anything like he was, anything like he was with Houston, he's going to smash that. Yeah. Uh, for reference, Joe Burrow's over under is forty three twenty five, a thousand yards higher, higher. than. Then that. maybe they're maybe they're just they're they have, like, they have, running they run the ball more. They have Geno Smith at thirty eight twenty five. Yeah, I'm, taking, I'm smashing 30, the 25. as a as a proud Geno Smith owner in some dynasty leagues. I'm smashing the <laughs> under on everything because he just signed that contract and he needs to prove it to they me have, again. They have CJ Stroud's at thirty two hundred. Mm. Like Jeez. you're you're literally like Jacoby Brissett. But is it because you're is it because the Browns run game is so effective is why they're doing this? But the thing is they already said that we're gonna be passing the ball a hell of a lot more. Like we saw that in the last six games. Come on, Brooks, we need this. Brooks, two yeah. birdies in a row. Two birdies in a row for Brooksy. Yeah, they're what channel awesome. what channel is that on? Well, it's USA. on USA. Beautiful. Uh, I think I think that number's set because they're still gonna run the ball. They might them saying they're going to open up the passing game still means they're running the ball. I mean, here's the thing: of the they, time. but if 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 they're going to pass the ball more, and they ran it a lot last year, but here's the thing: if Nick Chubb gets 17 carries a game, like that's going to be that's probably where he's going to live. Like that's he's going to go like 17 for like 85 hundred yards a game, and then we're going to throw the ball 40 something times. Okay, I'm, I, I mean, I feel like that's way too much, um, because you—it's just I'm a balanced guy when it comes to offenses, anyway. But um, I would say, uh, if they do, they do have the wide receivers to do it. Finally, and if he does, if he is that, if he is that guy, like he mm-hmm. was with the Texans. Yeah. Then forty-five. Yeah, thirty-five hundred yards, yeah. dude. Jacoby Brissett. If we if we pass the ball five percent more than what we did with Jacoby last year, Jacoby was averaging like two hundred and twelve yards passing a game. You're gonna yeah. tell me that Deshaun Watson isn't gonna average more than more than Jacoby Brissett passing a game? Like, come uh, on, I don't think I don't think so. That that that's my Chargers it's rant and the Deshaun. But it's I, a good I, rant. I like that's my rant, and uh, I do have to get rolling on. You gotta get rolling. Yep. All right. That's a good rant, Scott. Thank you for coming to the porch and talking some football and lock it hockey. in. Lock it in. Brandon Staley it, first. Book it, Brandon Staley, first See head coach it. fired. Yes. See you later. See you later, Scott. Have a good one, right. buddy. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye, bud. All right. That is Scott, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to reach out to him, he is at. Back porch Scott on his Twitter, and I think that's it. Uh, so it's just Jake and I. So, all right, Jake, listen, dude, if it's just me and you, we gotta have some SEC talk in here. I'm just saying, uh, I've been waiting <laughs> on this. Listen, so we, can, if you're we can do, we can do our we can do our over unders right now for the season if you want because it's just me and you. We're the only SEC guys on this. I want to hold on. I want to hold on. I know, on I know. I we hold on we to need to one. wait. We need to wait. But, <laughs> but if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that, uh, we have put out Big Ten over under and Big 12 under over under. Um, we can get into that, uh, but I'm trying to save the SEC and uh, Pac 12. 
can do, we can see. we can sprinkle a little bit of what's going on in the SEC right now. Yeah, without, we without, can talk. This we, is not talk. We don't need to talk win totals because we can save no, that. We can no. we can talk about you know pulse of the conference. We can talk twenty four schedule because we're not going to talk about that on our over under show. No, um, at all. Twenty four schedule just dropped. Texas Oklahoma coming to the SEC next year. It's the most electric thing ever since uh, the toaster oven. Um, I'm really super excited about it. I really, really can't. I actually can't um, fathom uh, next year how fun each weekend is going to be. It's going to be um, electric, dude. It's going to be great. Like, I just see so many doubleheaders. Um, yeah. On like how the like SEC network itself, they're going to have a twelve a game. They're going to have a twelve o'clock game, a four o'clock, and an electric night game. Like it's, it's insane. Like there's no like, there's no off week. No, at all. Did you, did you, as a Tennessee fan? So I know your two biggest rivals, right, are Georgia and Bama, right? It's who's Bama. your, who's your? It's technically our two biggest rivals are Florida and Georgia, or, or is Florida in Alabama? Okay, so they, but they kept y'all playing Georgia, right? Yes, dude. Tell me how, as an Auburn fan, and you'll understand this as a SEC guy. How do we get? How do we not get LSU on our schedule for twenty four? They left off, and we've they left, been playing yeah. them. Every year since 1991, there's been some of the craziest games ever. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, that's the y'all's one game L- I was like, y'all's what? LSU, y'all's LSU is like our like Tennessee's Kentucky. Yeah, it's weird that like, we're not going to play them because like, Tennessee's played Kentucky since the dawn of football since like 1822, and they're also like they, leaving off the new Lane Kiffin rivalry. We don't play Ole Miss, which is so yeah. strange. Yeah, that is strange. Um, Alabama doesn't even play the Mississippi schools. Uh-uh. Which is, all. I mean, I'm not mad about our schedule by any means, but like as a person that loves college football robberies, man, there's nothing better than I mean, the Tiger what, Bowl. They to had me, to, like, I mean, midseason. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. When it came to the schedules, I will say this. It was probably, if I was in those meetings, if I was in those rooms, it would be really, really hard to, to schedule out 24. Oh no! Absolutely, um, because everybody has to play Texas or Oklahoma, so you have yeah. to give away something. So no, that's that's true. Now I'm not mad about it. It's just I thought it was so strange yeah. that it's they strange. left off. Yeah, but and we would have gotten them at home. That would have been the yeah, best part. I feel personally that they did their best job in um, making it fair, uh, because Alabama's got to play Georgia. They got to play. LSU, they got to play Tennessee, oh. they got to play Texas, and then their non-conference, they got to play Wisconsin in Wisconsin. Yep. No, that I mean, it's, it's so it's fair. Georgia, Georgia's got they got to play a, a freaking gauntlet as well. They have to go to Texas, which is awesome. Um, uh, who and they play Clemson as well. Yep. In their non-conference, so you know we get Cal. Y'all get home. Cal at <laughs> home. Uh. I believe. After having to play him at 10 o'clock at night this year. <laughs> I don't know who Tennessee plays in 24 as their non-conference. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, NC State. So we play NC State week one. And then, like, you know, a couple small schools, and that's it. Uh, but Florida, had, to me, I don't, Florida, one, they have a very hard SEC schedule. But two... They have to put non-conference is Miami, UCF, and Florida State. Like they don't have to leave the state, but that's tough. 
That is real tough. So uh, kudos to uh, the ADs uh, creating that schedule for Florida. Uh, that's a really tough one uh, on my uh, when you look at the uh, SEC 24 uh, opponent schedules. Now the schedule are are not out yet, so we'll see that later um, later on in the year. And they uh, announce the actual dates of the schedules. So, um, but it, it 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 looks super fun, um, super exciting. It's just like the Big Ten when they announced their twenty four and twenty five schedules as well. Uh, the SEC uh, in looking forward to twenty three, this season is going to be really fun. Uh, it's going to be super boring if you're a Georgia fan because. Georgia plays nobody until November when they play uh, Tennessee. But uh, if you are a fan of, you know, LSU, if you're a fan of Auburn, Ole Miss, uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, South Carolina, there's a lot, a lot to take in before the season. The portal, all those teams have grabbed uh, players in the portal. The portal guys have left. Those teams, these head coaches are looking at another run this year. Um, you know, starting with South Carolina, they, they, they're over under at seven and a half this year. I don't want to give my personal win totals, but a lot of people are saying they're going to go under just because how tough their schedule is. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see uh, with with what Shane Beamer can do in week uh, year three. Um I think if you move on to Kentucky, Kentucky has another really good opportunity this year with Coach Stoops to be competitive. Um, they're bringing in a better quarterback than Will Levis, than I, in my opinion, and Devin Leary um, this year. Their biggest, biggest question mark, though, is their offensive line. Uh, Kentucky's going to have a really good um, wide receiver staff. And they brought in a bunch of guys from the portal for that. Defense, they're going to be fine. But – Will Devin Leary have enough time to throw the ball? Um, that's the biggest question mark for the Kentucky Wildcats this year. Uh, but you're going to get the same brand, Kentucky, uh, the, the week in and week out. That hard knocks, you know, you know, tooth as nails, you know, um, Bob Stoops, not Bob Stoops, but Coach Stoops, Coach Stoops style Kentucky team. And so, and their schedule is favorable where they can get some upsets. So um, I know we're talking – Jake, we're just talking SEC right now, uh, 23 schedule. Um, just kind of diving into some teams, so what to expect. New players coming in the portal, um, you know, what to expect with these coaches, all kinds of stuff. It's uh, Besides, you know, Georgia and Alabama, we're going to talk about them. You know, but we'll talk about Kentucky, South Carolina. I just, I just did – you know, shame deep. Shame yeah. Deemer, year three. Well, we can't we can't talk about Auburn because it would take an hour with all the portal guys. Uh, we can out. talk Auburn. I mean, there's a free Dude, morning. They they, they and brought he in, just keeps recruiting, man. They brought in so freaking many portal guys. I mean, like that's what you have to do. You, no, no, you he did the right that. thing, but he did something that we haven't done in seven eight years, and that's bringing linemen, oh, offensive linemen, linemen. Yeah. and uh, and then they brought in a, a nice little nice little. Quarterback from you know up north from Michigan State. Michigan uh, State, yeah, he is pretty good. I mean, his um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I could, I do, I could literally spend an hour or two talking about talking about everything Auburn's done. All I know is that 
I know we're not doing win totals today, but just uh, I'm smashing the over, and I'm not saying they're going to be way over. I the ceiling ceiling for Auburn is nine wins, floor six wins or seven six or seven wins. So I mean that's that's where I'll leave it. I won't get too much into detail on it, but the court of I mean as far as players they brought in, dude, they just they there's Q Freeze has come in and absolutely just destroyed all expectations that people had for him. I mean, you can leave all the allegations and crap yeah. aside right now. He he br- brought in ridiculous number the number two i think transfer portal class then he brought in a uh took a what top 60 2023 class uh high school recruits and moved them into the top 20 i mean Mm -hmm. jump 40 place i mean yeah they they have no reason i mean peyton peyton uh, i think it's peyton thorn or i know his last name is thorn is for Mm -hmm. you know quarterback wise is going to be competing with robbie ashford and even if ashford doesn't win the job man i mean the dude the dude's going to be coming in like Specific packages and stuff. I mean, his legs I, are unreal. Even if Ashford doesn't get the start or whatever, he's still going to be developed um, because Correct. they actually have a legit QB coach and a yep. legit offense. You know, coordinators. Um, I don't. I don't know. I haven't done the over under on Auburn yet. I really dived into it, but I know you're going to get a you're going to get a very competitive team. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're if you know just because oh we're playing Auburn this week, it, you better you better hold it on tight because they're gonna play you all the way to the fourth quarter, and you might win because they might run out of depth, but just hold your britches because you're gonna they're gonna know you played a team, um all year long they're not you're gonna play a well coached team you're gonna play a team that the coach's staff is gonna scheme up something and make adjustments. Like, yeah, but you got to remember, pretty, you know, you you talk about you talk about their depth, but here's the thing: uh, people forget about last year, before that coaching staff was fired, Derek Hall and guys like Derek Hall, who Derek Hall's in the NFL now, I think he's with Seattle. I could be wrong on that, but um, those guys played all but like three snaps a game. That coaching staff yeah. didn't take their defensive players off the field. He didn't. Yeah. They didn't rotate them. And yeah, our depth may not be Alabama or Georgia's depth. But dude, I, I will promise you right now, there's not a team not named Georgia and Alabama that shouldn't circle Auburn and think they can come in and kick our teeth yeah, in. Absolutely. Which That's is different thing, from like, last year. Which is different from last year. It's like it's a complete taking the same exact players. It's all about leadership. It's all about yep. uh who's who's manning the ship. I look at Auburn, like I've already discussed this to you. I look at Auburn, where they're sitting right now is year one, like year one hypo. Um, yep. um year one hypo. He had no players. They had 30 of them left to the portal. Um, he had no depth at all, like past like the second guys. Like there was no third string guys. And year one, he took them to the Music City Bowl. Yep. And that's super impressive because the outlier, the, the equalizer was his offense. That's it. Exactly. Everybody knows that. Equalizers was the offense. Defense was literally made up by chicken wire, zip uh, duct tape, and zip ties. That was literally the defense. Um, but he, like Freeze, came in and never said in any of his interviews, oh, this is development year, this is whatever year. No, this is a year I'm going to get the guys I need to do. I want to win now. And they know they know, they know know the assignment. Freeze knows the assignment just like Hypel knows the assignment. Win now. He already said straight up, if I don't have – Top ten rec- recruiting classes by twenty twenty five. 
you can just fire me because I won't be here because I, I won't have a good now enough they, roster. Yeah. He, he wants to win now. He's, he's showing he got, that right yeah. now in the recruiting. And that's trail. exactly I mean, what Hype did. Like, Hype, literally, year one, like, people are interviewing him, stuff like that, or all the talking heads during dog's eggs this summer. They're just talking about, you know, if Tennessee just wins three or four games. Wow, that's a big improvement with this roster. And it's like, you look at the players he brought in in the transfer portal, and you're like, I don't know, man. I yeah. think Hype's, he's trying to he's trying to win. He's trying to go a bowl game right now. Yeah, Auburn will make did. a bowl game this year. I, oh, Auburn's yeah, going to make there's, there's Auburn's no going to make a bowl game, no doubt. I I believe Auburn's going to be in with that like, trash Liberty team bowl. we had last year. We were yeah. we were a game yeah. off. Yeah, all your home the the the, the equal factors this year um, it, with Auburn is going to be the transfer guys coming in to add depth, the coaching staff, and then the home games. Yeah. The problem gonna, is you get you're you going to get somebody. Georgia, you're going to get somebody. You're going to get somebody. Yeah, I, I think I you're think we'll, maybe it's LSU, but it's in, in in Death Valley and two times in a row in Death Valley winning. Yeah, y'all it's don't, tough. y'all don't you're not scared of Death Valley. Auburn's never nah. been scared of Death Valley. I believe Auburn's going to get one. They're a trap. They're literally a walking trap. And you know year. something something we can flip flip to and talk about real quick in the SEC still sure. is uh. Is the two big head personalities that Texas A and M going to be too much? So we see Jimbo fired because those two can't get along, and he says, "No, nah, I'm going to just run the offense again." Uh, you know, it's a question a lot that's, of analysts are talking that's about the coin flip for all, for them. But that's the he he had to bring somebody in, and he honestly, we can talk A and M football. A and M football is still with the best rosters, two year rosters they've had. There's yeah. a ton of depth there. They needed offensive. Uh, not not saying their offense wasn't good. It was just saying Jimbo's system is too complicated. He can still do it, yeah. but they needed to bring in a guy in like Bobby Petrino, who knows how to run a highfalutin, high scoring offense. You act you equal that with AM's defense, which did not lack last year at all. Their defense is going to be just as good this year or even more, even better. You add Bobby Petrino with the skill players that he has, like I, yeah. I I think I think Jimbo just needs to be how Brian Kelly did. He comes down, shake he a politician. Just be shake the hands, kiss the baby. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. He's at that point in his career where he has to. Bobby Petrino is looking for that, you know. This is the first time back in the SEC since Arkansas. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm back, and I'm still freaking good, and this is his chance to prove that. Uh, quarterback wise, it's all about based on the quarterback. I know Bobby Petrino can score it, but um, they still they still have a tough schedule. They have a very tough schedule, um, and they have a tough middle of the year where it's like it's like. I, I could pull up. I could pull up their schedule right now, but I know that's they go to they go to Knoxville, they go to Tuscaloosa, they go to um, they go to um, um, South Carolina. Like, and it's like there's no bye week, so it's like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. So, uh, if anything, they're gonna be good, but they're gonna maybe come up short on a couple of these games just because how their schedule lines up. They don't get enough. They don't get a break in between games, right? So. You know, last year's Tennessee team, the reason why they won 11 games is because there was actually breaks in between. You weren't playing in Alabama and then a South Carolina. You were playing in Alabama, uh, UT Martin in between, and then a South Carolina. So you got a yeah. lot of chance for your guys to get rest. So 
it depends on how their schedule lines up, but I, I have them winning nine games. No, there's my there's my uh, uh, over right there because I think the over was like eight and a half for them. Yeah, I, I, I have so. them winning nine games this year and 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 getting and getting uh, Alabama um, this year. I think Alabama um, loses to them. Texas A and M was a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, so I'm giving them nine. Yeah, giving them nine. That's that's fair. I don't I don't think I had them uh, with that at all. Here's at all. I, I don't believe in them. I don't. I think I had them at eight. <laughs> I had them over seven and a half. I think I had them winning eight games though. Uh, here's the scariest notion of the entire SEC: Ole Miss. No one's talking about Ole Miss because they haven't. They can't. They can't do it. They they haven't been able to do it yet. I mean, heck, old, uh, Lane Kiffin talks so much so much this, crap and can't do it. This Lane Kiffin's offense this year is going to be better than it was two years ago. He, when they he, won. It has to be. It has it's going to gonna be. be so freaking good. And no one's talking about it. He's but got who, three quarterbacks on roster right now that can start his, anywhere. No, it's true, but you can't start them all three. And what's his defense going to do? He his can't de- stop oh, anybody. My number one thing is his defense to get better. So, um, I mean, if you can't stop anybody, you, you, you bring in – and any given Saturday, it's who scores the most points, unfortunately. And it, it's Old Miss's biggest problem is how big their stadium is. Yeah, that hurts them. They, <laughs> and that won't change anytime 20, soon. 30,000, 40,000 people. That ain't going to cut it. Their team is, is, is this is what, fourth year, fifth year? year I feel five. like he's been there 10 years, man. <laughs> fourth or five. Yeah, but he finally has a full roster. He finally has his players he needs, and he keeps grabbing them out of the transfer portal. And he has a defense now that that's not like top ten or anything, but he doesn't need to be. He has a defense finally like top twenty, twenty five. Yeah. That that's just enough to get it done. So I I I'm a big I say. You know, everyone's talking LSU, 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 Obama this, Bama that. No one in their mind is talking Ole Miss. And that is where Lane Kiffin likes. Lane Kiffin likes to be, you know, I'm going to sneak around. No one talk about me, then jump on you. Problem is, by week, three, by week three, he's going to be running his mouth, so everybody's going to be talking about him, and then nobody's going to be sneak, sneaked but, up on because he it, can't shut up. he'll talk his mouth. <laughs> Lane will talk. Lane will talk if he can back it up. No, and he will, but he ain't gonna be sneaking he, up on after week three. He won't after sneak week up on three, us. But we're talking about preseason now. We're talking I know, pre-season. I know. But, but we'll yeah. see. SEC media days is still a little bit away, so we'll see. We'll see how much Lane's comes learned out how to play that. the game. Lane's learned how to play the game. He and has. He knows to. what he has. He knows what he has in his in his back pocket, and it's gonna be really fun to watch this year. But is he keeping his mouth shut because he flirted so much with Auburn last year, and he knows that if he opens his mouth uh, right now, or <laughs> Did he learn, or his? Or does he know the game? That's the. I think he's learned our game. Question. I think he's in his forties now. He knows what he's doing. He's very confident in his roster. Yeah, and uh, and he's gonna let that play out. And by week three, week four, no miss is gonna. They're gonna. Everybody's gonna know they're there. You know, and then you know, continuing the theme in the West. You know, is this Sam Pittman's last year? Yes. No. Maybe he has. You got to think though. He has what's his face here one more year. He's been there for nineteen years. Yeah, so he's got him there for one more year. So I think he doesn't get fired this year. But I think that twenty twenty four season, he's got a pretty rough schedule. I mean, he's got. I mean, like I think I think twenty twenty four is it for him. Now, if he goes and lays an egg this year, like seven wins, he's he's as good as gone. 
but I, I don't I, I don't see how they can win seven this year. Well, it's gonna be tough this year, but but that what what's the quarterback's name again? AJ Jefferson. Yeah. If that kid can just pull out two extra wins for him, get him to get him to eight or nine, he doesn't get fired. But then next year he's he's gone because without Jefferson is his only hope. But I think and I think Pittman's awful as a head coach personally. I, like, I think he's an amazing offensive line coach. I think he is a really good um, locker room guy. Yeah, and like he can recruit, but when it comes to X's and O's, he's not that guy. If Rara, um, if Rara was a coach, man, Carno wins be a head coach right now. <laughs> right? Oh man! Oh man! Uh, trying to find. Let me pull up this Arkansas schedule. If you're still listening with us, I know we're I just talking it. SEC football. You got it. Yeah, Let's hold on. Let me just goes. scroll back to Arkansas. They open with <laughs> they open with Western Carolina. Then, then they take BYU. Then Kent, no, then Kent State, then Kent. BYU. So there's no reason not to start three and zero. I know we're not going to get three and But then they go to LSU. They get A and M and Arlington. They go to Ole Miss, to Alabama, Mississippi State at home, to Florida, Auburn at home. Then they get FIU and Missouri to close out the season at home. I mean, they have a murderer's row for the the middle. They've never had fun. They've never had a favorable schedule. But if you're in SEC, nothing's favorable. Yeah, Kent State, Western Carolina. Fight BYU at home undefeated at oh. LSU. They normally that game is normally played in October, November. That game yeah. is early this year. It's never been that early. No, uh-uh. and they always that's a rivalry game. It's for the boot that trophy. Yep. Um So they're playing LSU. You know, preseason um, contender for the West, and then they got to go to Ole Miss. But you know After what? They that. they come out and smack LSU in the mouth, start four and zero. We're all they're, we're all singing. They're a not afraid. Song. They played LSU last year. That game was like nine to three. Yeah, I mean, L- dude, LSU almost lost to Brian Harson's Auburn last year. I mean, it was it literally who wanted to win the game, who yeah. didn't want to win that. Like they just kept giving the other LSU team a chance to win. Notoriously, they besides the Joe Burrow year, all their years that they've been really good, they never started off hot. No, they struggle bust all the way until October, yep. and then October through November they just figured it out. That's a very LSU thing to do. I personally think, I personally think that LSU was, I would say, uh, kind of fool's gold, even though they won the West last year and whatnot. A lot of it had to do with moving parts around them. You know what I mean? Like having Bama yeah. lose Tennessee. Um, there was moving parts around them because that LSU team that Tennessee played in September or late or early first week of October did not look like the team that played in November. No, no, but that's so, what that's what Jake Crane said beginning yeah. of the season that last year is that if you catch LSU early, you got a chance to beat them. But they're just going to get better every week, and they did. He was right. They will. They will. I just I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. Uh, we'll get in our SEC breakdown later this year, but I just, I, me personally, I just, I'm not, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid yeah. with LSU. Everybody's up there, but I'm not drinking it. I feel like they have no choice this year to start hot and stay hot because their schedule sucks. True, their schedule's terrible. No, it is. Year. 
Their schedule was more favorable last year than this year. This year's schedule's really rough. But let's finish this Arkansas thing. They they got to go to Ole Miss. That's never easy. Um, they got to go to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. They'll beat Florida if they if they have the depth that they're supposed to. They'll beat Florida. They'll beat they'll beat Missouri. Maybe it's in it's a home game. FIU. They'll beat FIU. So you're gonna one, two, three. They'll beat Mississippi State. Um, that's four, five, six, seven, seven wins. Seven wins. Sam Pittman's not keeping his job. Year four or year five at seven wins. Unfortunately. Yeah, no. Unfortunately. And it's not like he's got to go to Tuscaloosa. He's got to go to Ole Miss back to back. That's tough. Got to go to LSU. That's tough. Damn. Hey, if uh, Jimbo messes around and gets fired as well, is uh, Arky going to call Jimbo up? That maybe. It's all Someone's about who's getting fired. To, to me, it's all about who's available, whether they fire Sam Pittman or not. If there's not somebody available, I think they hold on to him one more year and wait yeah, and wait a year because like Arkansas's not going out and getting the top of the the top guys. You know they're gonna have to get you know uh, somebody that's coming from Louisiana Tech or Louisiana Monroe or somewhere that just has yeah. an outstanding year and is a young guy up and comer. They need to Absolutely. stop shooting. That's who. That's what Arkansas needs. They don't need to go after. I don't know. I don't. I don't even think they need to go after coordinators. They need to go and look at these smaller conferences. Look at a Tulane or somewhere like that, and say, "Hey, you're well, doing Tulane's great things." Coach, he's still there. No, correct. Um, so, like Tim, um, Southern Alabama's coach, they won ten games last year. He's still there. But that's um, where they need Tim to look. They need Choice. to look at up and comers. Yeah. Um, yeah. The coordinator route's not working unless they go offensive coordinator. That's just the reality where the SEC is right now. Correct. So, yeah, their schedule sucks. The SEC in a whole this year is going to be really fun to watch, but teams like Arkansas, they're going to struggle to try to get seven. Yeah. Here's another hot ticket. Does Billy Napier make it? No. Out of Florida this year? They fired no. here too? Yeah. You think so? I, I do. Florida's not going to put up with it. Florida's not Arkansas. Florida's not Ole Miss. Florida's not Mississippi State. You have to win ball games down here in Florida. You too? I would. Auburn you're, did it with Harson. Look where we're at right now. That's what they're going to look at. You're going to. You think you're. You think Billy Napier's is just as bad as Harson? No, I don't think he's as bad as Harson. I don't think anybody on the planet is as bad as a guy that doesn't believe in recruiting and won't go out on Friday nights and recruit and won't go up to a recruit and shake their hand and say, hey, I'm the head football coach yeah. and said, make you come to my office and meet me. Like, I don't think anybody's as bad as Harson, but I think yeah. I think Auburn laid out a blueprint, and I'm not saying it's a good blueprint, but if you can't get the crap together in two years, you Florida's just like Auburn. Florida and mm-hmm. Auburn are very similar mentalities. They, they have a big brother, or if you want to call it a big brother, uh, a rival that is constantly winning national championships. The only way to make your fan base not pissed off is to get rid of the guy that can't do it and go get somebody that can. Yeah, I think. But who do they hire? That's where it comes out. Yeah, this is always hire? the carousel. Who do you hire? hire? Well, I mean. But if you only win four or five win. games. Yeah. I'm just saying. With, with, with Billy Napier in Florida, I've seen it. I've seen two arguments this week. Two for Billy Napier in Florida. One argument is saying, well, he inherited a worse roster than we know. Maybe. Okay. That being said, the roster that he inherited still had guys get drafted. 
He still had guys. Um, if you look at the um, the blue chip, the uh, the whatever the on thirty three or whatever blue chip thing, they have a bunch of blue chip guys. Yeah. Um, so you can't the the excuse of the roster, the players that he has is not the excuse. Only I way think, he only way he keeps his job is the excuse of AR's not there this year, Anthony Richardson's not there this year, and he needs another year with a, a new. Well, you're not going to get it with Graham Mertz. No. You're going to get it with Graham Mertz from Wisconsin. He's a game manager, yep. right? And so for me, for me, I'm looking at it going, all right, cool. What I saw, and I still say this, what I saw in the bowl game against Oregon State was lazy, lackadaisical no effort football by guys who didn't want to be there. And these were guys that weren't starters. They're getting their opportunity in the bowl game to prove themselves. Cause that's a leap forward. That's film for next year. Yeah. And they had dudes on third down in the first half, third down five, whatever. That's the, that's when you're trying to get to the quarterback. They, they stood up, they stood up and were lazy. Like I wish I could, you know, throw the the video on here, but like it was the whole game, and it showed me a lack of care, and it showed me a lack of this man does not have his roster, he does not have his he does not have his um locker room and his culture set, and that was the biggest thing to take away when Billy Napier was hired year one. A lot of the Florida you know fan base was like, you know, this guy coming out of Louisiana Tech. You know, yeah, he won some games, but there's a lot of hot, a lot of hooper and hollering that he doesn't have his culture. Yeah, and they I mean, and they just came out of having Dan Mullen suck so bad for them that they they didn't want to risk that again. But he was the only he was the best available at the time. So I personally think if he does not win to go to a bowl game this year, his seat's going to be won. He's going to be fired. But if he does go to a bowl game, then he'll definitely be super hot coming to the next year. And next year's not even favorable. It's a bloodbath that schedule for them. It's insane. Like we yeah. already said it earlier when you were gone. You their non conference is Miami, Florida State, and UCF. Yeah, they're losing. They're losing uh, two or three of those. Two I think or three be- of that. That's your non conference. Yeah, they're losing two of those games, and I and I and I'm telling you right now, the one the one game that I don't think they're losing is Florida State. Go ahead and mark it down now. Gus Miles for next no. year. This year, uh, do they you play UCF. UCF. Do, they, do they play UCF this year as well? No, they play next year. This is yeah. next year's right. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't even I don't even know what UCF has coming in next year, but I know how Gus works, and Gus is guaranteed <laughs> to have one up big upset a year, and that'll U- be it. But I think U- they'll beat Florida UCF, State. UCF as the new teams coming to the Big Twelve. Has they have the best potential to get their roster? Uh, um, I would say quickly adequate, adequate, yeah, to get the fastest time to make it an, as an adequate Big 12 roster because of Gus, yeah, because he knows how to build a, a yes. an SEC. Sorry, he kind of knows how to build an SEC roster when you don't, <laughs> when you don't recruit a left, you know, you don't recruit a tackle yeah. on offense for five years out of a seven or eight that you're there, then maybe you don't, but he knows what he's doing. You can get around. You can get around it probably in the big 10 more than you can the SEC. Yeah. in the big, in the big 12, big yeah, 12 I'm sorry, big 12. Yeah. Gus is, but so next year he'll have, he'll have a very, 
in-depth roster that one, he's going to have his offense rolling. So he's going to have his offense rolling next year. And if Florida don't have what they need, they'll they'll get Florida in Gainesville. I can see it now. And the last time they played was in the bowl game, and they beat the crap out of Florida. Yeah, in the bowl game. And so like UCF, like all they are. I mean, these guys are these are these are players that that stayed in state that are just as good that can play. They just wanted to go to UCF. Um, either the you know rosters didn't work out for them, whatever. But now they're they're, they're big power five. So and I can I can see a lot of guys. I can see a lot of money. These boosters in Orlando because there's a lot of support for UCF. Oh no, there is of, there is a lot of support, especially now that they're moving to the big to a power five. Shoot, next year, you don't think the the bounce house wants to go to Gainesville and, and uh and take over Gainesville? I bet your ass they do. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see if yeah. um, one of these, like this this Universal or Disney company, you know, with Comcast on Universal and then Disney obviously being an entity there. I actually don't know if Disney could kick money in because of the ESPN <laughs> thing, but yeah. it wouldn't shock me to see if, you know, some Universal money gets kicked to them or something, you know? Yeah. So there's some boosters coming from somewhere because they want, they want, they, they die. They did, they, the last thing they want. The last thing I want is not to be relevant, but no, the last, the first, and only thing they want is to be respected. You yeah. see, yeah, that's like their desire is to be respected. Yeah, they'll you have know? some big money. They'll have some big money coming big in. coming in the next couple with, of years. With Publix sure. being such a presence down here, and I don't think Florida, Miami, or FSU really uses Publix as a sponsor, and I know UCF will. I mean, heck, here in Central Florida, there's a Publix every three miles, man. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. You throw a rock and hit a Publix. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked but, to see something like somewhere, somebody like a Publix or something, you know, one of those shareholders come in and just kick tons of money into the program. Yeah, let's look at this 23 uh, Florida, uh, you know, let, they kick it off. Let's look at their um, schedule, right? See if Billy even makes it <laughs> this year. Um, they start off with Utah, at Utah. So yeah, that's, I know. That's not favorable at all. That's not even fair. Right, so that's a loss. You know they play McNeese. That's a win, but then they play Tennessee at home at 7 p.m. That's a loss. I think that's a loss. I think Tennessee is. Yeah, I've got them losing it. I got them losing it. I don't care. I don't. You know, it'll be the first time Tennessee goes down to Gainesville, and uh, I mean, crazier things have happened. Um, But I feel like last year Tennessee got over a major monkey off their back. By beating Alabama and Florida, it's just like something happened, like magically, where it's like these guys don't fear these rivals anymore, and it, it was with all sports, not just one, but all sports, which is weird. Am I? Am I? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like you know, it's like oh, I'm playing you again. Like okay, cool, I'm gonna beat you. Like it's it used to be oh, I'm playing them. Something weird's gonna happen. So I see that as a loss. I think it'll be a good first half. But then we'll we'll see what uh, I think Tennessee as a roster and a coaching staff is better. They can scheme something up. And the last time they played in Gainesville, Hooker's first year, Tennessee didn't have any. They didn't really have a lot of depth, and they were still a seven. They're seven points back going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. So in you know what's year three going to look like, right? Um, they play Charlotte. That's a win. So it'll be two and two. Then they have to go to Kentucky. I can it's see Kentucky beating them. Nah, you think, I think, you they, think, they, you think yeah. they beat Kentucky? Kentucky? Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kentucky's got it this year. I, okay. I just. I don't believe in them at all. all right, so so I, I, I got. 
I got They're three and two Kentucky. going into October. They play Vanderbilt at home. When so three and three, they go to South Carolina. That'll I got a loss. A, that'll be a night game. I think that's a loss. I got a loss. Yep. So they're three and four. Georgia and Jacksonville is a loss. That's uh, Arkansas at home. I actually have them losing to Arkansas as, as a I think very that's one close of, game because we, we just talked about Arkansas. I can see yeah. Arkansas going down there and beating yep. them. So that's three and five, three and six. Yep. No, at no, no. LSU, that's four and six. Four and six right now. Four and six. Excuse me. At no, LSU, four and, no, that's four and five. Wins. Four and five. Yeah. So then at LSU, I got a loss. Four. Yeah. Four and six. LSU. That's a loss. Yep. It's a loss at Missouri. When you think? Don't, so? care. Don't care. Missouri ain't gonna be. That's them. still five and seven. I've got them at five. Well, they they finished the season with Florida State, which I got a loss, and that finishes five and seven. If they beat Florida State, which I think they could, that puts them at six oh, and seven. Yeah. I think that their ceiling is a seven-win season, and that would be beating Florida State and Arkansas. That would give them seven wins, or even an or even a South Carolina. But I do not think they go and beat South Carolina, Arkansas, and Florida State. I think they're losing two or three of those. I think they're if not all Missouri in Missouri, they might. They might. This is it's, Drink's fourth year, and he has actually finally returning good offensive roster. Yeah, I, it's possible. Phew, that's a tough one. That's why. I, that's why I said Napier is gone. That's yeah, I don't. I don't. I. I don't see if he loses seven games, he's gone. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that at University of Florida. You can't do that at University of Florida. They have a higher standard of life. Yep. They have a higher standard of football. Like their foot their baseball team is in the in, in the Omaha right now. Like yep. that's that's the level of University of Florida. So uh man, bless them. Uh question is who you bring in. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely a destination that people want to be at. Oh so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see, man. This has been uh, this has been good. I mean, we we're at hour two, uh, going into this thing. We've talked a lot of sports. I'm probably gonna this is gonna be a second segment kind of thing. I'm gonna have two. Yeah, I may have to split this up in two, yeah, maybe we'll three. Split this up in two <laughs> or three, which is fine. That's what we do. That's what uh, editing's for. I will say this: um, getting into uh, rosters uh, again with SEC. We have South Carolina. We already talked about them. We talked about Kentucky. We talked about Florida. We already know what Georgia has. Uh, I can talk Tennessee if you want. I mean, we need to know. say we need to say some for our SEC episode. Yeah, because yeah. So, yeah, let's say let's save it. Let's yep. save it because I know we'll, me and you both will spend a lot of time on our home teams. That's I mean, why we I talked about to, Auburn, but I, that's, over, that's why I spent two minutes on them. <laughs> overview of college football. Um, it's going to be great this year. SEC is going to be fun, but also the Pac-12. We can get into that, but B, that's going to be the most electrifying uh, week by week, in my opinion, if you have to stay up uh, and watch these games because yeah. uh, they're all going to start at 10 o'clock. And then oh. uh, the Big Ten is going to be pretty good this year as well. A lot of moving parts this year, a lot of transfer things, a lot of portal kids, a lot of money going around with Neil. Uh, is there anything else, uh, Jake? Uh, we talked a little bit NFL. We talked a little bit of this. 
Uh, we can get more in depth later on in our NFL talks and stuff like that. But is there anything else, Jake, that's on your mind that you just want to get off and just talk about? Anything come to mind? No, I don't think so. I think I, I think I got all my stuff out with a little bit of soccer. You know, getting my getting my footy out. talk, you man. Did. That you was great. Talk. I've been football. dying I, ever since the World Cup ended. I'm like, gotta I gotta get, get a gotta get some football in here. Some some, some not American football in here. It. So I think I think getting that. Was my uh, my nice little 15, 20 minute rant? I got the. It was not even a rant. It was a no. It was literally just edu- an educated. You, you <laughs> taught me and you taught Scott and our viewers all yeah. about you know how big of a deal Messi is coming over to America. Biggest and how, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's the biggest uh, thing since the Beatles. It might be. It, it might, might be. be. And the Elvis going to it, China. Yeah, like, it could be. This is massive. This is global. Our kids are going to be reading about this in their history books. Yeah. Well, mine, mine will be watching it firsthand because, you know, I'm, well, yeah, you know, I'm a reference it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm that guy. But, children's well, he's children, not going to remember. He's not children's remember. children are going to be speaking about Messi coming to Miami. Oh, I love it. I love sports. The Back Porch loves you guys. Thanks for listening along with us continue to like subscribe and follow all of our things we're only just getting started this is just the beginning we're not even at year one mark september first of week of september starts year one for us and we're not even there yet so continue to like subscribe follow all the fun stuff we talk prop bets we talk futures we talk uh, you know lions and tigers and bears and football and we didn't even talk about Ted Lasso, but hey, we we'll get that next episode because that's man, we'll just have to do a whole. Talk. We'll just have to. We'll just have to do a whole Ted Lasso episode oh, thing, man. That's just uh, it's been legendary amazing. show. It's been an amazing, amazing show, and from all of us to you, have a good week. Have a good weekend. If this is in the future, if you can find us, come find us. Be our friends. Hopefully, we'll be doing this thing from a network studio because we've gotten a whole lot better at it uh here we are out